The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! <laughs> you think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? <laughs> well, I mustn't have been paying attention. When you were just talking to me Do you think that you could repeat the question And I listen more attentively There must have been something In all of that nothing That wasn't quite so easy to see And I must have missed something When you were just talking to me Yep I got nothing. Can we just go home? I mean, you have two amazing people sitting oh, I have, next to you, I have guests. so I mean, uh, they might have something. If we I should have ask gu- them before we leave. All right, if I have guests, I guess I'll do a show. Yeah. Did we share this? Did it work? Facebook's doing some weird things the last couple of weeks again. I'm working on zero hours sleep. I didn't hear any ba ba from Tom Spinelli. That's it, he's off the show. All right, I guess we'll get the show. Should we get the show on the road? Or Probably a good idea at some point. Try and drag it out as long as we can. All right. Let's get this show on the road, I guess. Oh, fine. All right. Hi, how are you guys doing? My name's Tom Duggan with the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, atop two guys smoke shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Um, I'm really impressed by our numbers lately, Chrissy. I'm watching the numbers on YouTube are going up, which is really good because we only have like five people subscribed to us on YouTube, but the numbers are going up significantly. The numbers on the audio are going up. The numbers on Facebook are going up. So uh, that's a good thing for us and our sponsors. Let's talk about them for a second. We have Clear Path for Veterans New England. Um, I had a great conversation with Randy this morning over at uh, Clear Path. Um, our homeless veteran, Jeff, is, is still on the streets of Lawrence, but uh, we, we, we saw a good sign last night. He says he might be ready to go back. So uh, I know Randy's going to be talking to him today, and hopefully we'll get him back into rehab and try and get him back on the path to having a real life. McLennan Real Estate, Century 21, the Zanny Pesci Law Office. They do like bankruptcies, personal injury. So give them a call. Marsan and Son Construction. Hey, I heard a rumor that Ronnie Marsan is going to be running for city council on District E in Methuen. Oh. And I can't think of anybody better to have on that council with two open seats in the east. So uh, I didn't hear it from him, 
but I did get it from somebody very close to him that I believe. So uh, so good luck to Ronnie. We're going to try and schedule time to have him on the show. EIS Investigation and Gun Trading. They also do security. If you've got a business, you need security. Give EIS a call. Borelli's Deli. Now, we didn't get the uh, picture. I don't think we got it um, of tomorrow's. Let me see. Maybe we do. Let's just give it a, give it a quick look. Because um, I know Jim Tamakio sent me what tomorrow's sandwich is, but I didn't get a picture. So tomorrow's sandwich, as a little preview, tomorrow's sandwich of the day at Pirelli's mm. is the Tuscan veal. It's three veal cutlets with prosciutto, fresh mozzarella, roast, roasted red peppers, balsamic, which I guess would be balsamic white oil. Balsamic uh, vinegar, yeah. balsamic oil. Oil yeah. vinegar, yeah. All right, okay. And uh, grated Romano cheese. So Ooh. today was the um, steak and cheese, the Dom's, Dom, Don's special steak and cheese. Um, but I guess it's already sold out. Like I posted it oh, at wow. noon. And right after I posted it, it popped up and said sold out. So um, sandwich today, tomorrow, uh, Tuscan veal at the at Borelli's Deli. Yum. And we're, gonna, we're trying to get a bunch of people to go with us to Stacks. We want to bring and go in like 10 people. Order a bunch of food because I want to try everything. Yeah. And, uh, and then do like a little review of stacks because uh, uh, I hear from all my friends that live in Haiti, they say it's amazing. So yeah. we want to give that a shot. And loaded. It is. And loaded. Yeah. Well, loaded loaded's next. We've got three on our, three on our list yeah. right now. Stacks. Then we want to do Power 28, which is right here in Salem yeah. down the street. And then we want to do loaded. So um, over the next week, we're going to try and do all three if we can get enough people to come with us. Call me. Uh, all right. You'll come. <laughs> you'll come. Yeah. You'll spend money. All right. Will you bring Christina? <laughs> You bring Christina, then you can come. If you don't bring Christina, I don't know. Uh, Tomo and Shake and Seafood, Clear Path for Veterans. We did the Mercurio Law Office. And he also, by the way, Doug Mercurio also does um, um, insurance. Yeah. He does prime insurance, so if you need insurance. And he's in North Reading, but don't let that scare you because it's literally five minutes from my office in North Andover. Uh, our good friend Dave Id Consoli at Pleasant Valley Landscaping. Uh, we mentioned Stacks Part 28 and Loaded. Uh, a free shout-out to JG's Ice Cream. And also another free shout-out to uh, my good friend Joe over at Four Star Lighting. So um, we, I had a bunch of things that I wanted to talk about today, about what's going on nationally with Chris Christie jumping into the uh, uh, presidential race and Donald Trump being indicted. In fact, I really wanted to spend a whole, a whole show on Donald Trump being indicted. Um, but we've got a local issue. And to me, local issues are always more important. It always comes first because that affects your daily life. And what happens at the national level doesn't really affect your daily life. I mean, look, we went from Bush to Clinton to Obama to, uh, I mean, we've had left and right all the way up the line the last 30 years. And our lives really haven't, other than with the COVID crap, our lives really haven't changed all that much. So uh, we want to talk uh, today with Christina Jascott, who's a former intern at the Valley Patriot. And, uh, you know, she deserves a lot of credit for, for putting up with that, right? And Tom Spinelleri. And they're both from Lawrence Community Access Cable Access thing. TV. What is it? How, what is it? Lawrence Community Access TV. TV. All right. Very good. Um, you guys got to shorten these names. You know, know. in government, everything's got a long name, and then they try and shorten it with like L Cat and all that. But when you talk about it in public, people don't know what it means. So you guys got to just like shorten the name, like Lawrence. Just put do a Lawrence. Just do that. Just that. That wouldn't explain a whole lot because right. then you think you had to confuse with everything else All going right. on in Lawrence. Uh, how about just TV? Can we just call it just TV? Well, because every community has their own access TV. All right. Okay, fine. So it makes it tough. All right, fine. Lawrence TV. No. All right. Um, so the reason why I wanted to have them on is 
Um, everyone knows I'm good friends with, with Brian DePina um, and, and everybody up in his office. But there's a little bit of a controversy going on. And I tried to warn the people up on the third floor that they were going down the wrong road on this. And uh, they, they didn't really seem to listen. So um, whenever Octavian and I end up on the opposite side, then I think that's always, a good, that's always something good for the public to hear about. Because then they can make up their own mind, right? I might be wrong. They might be wrong. Let's, let's all just talk it out and see what happens. Um, so you guys have a, um, a dispute. First of all, before we get to the dispute... Tell people what Lawrence Cable Access is, because people people may not people may not know. Yeah, so um, LCAT will shorten it for you. Okay. Um, LCAT is Lawrence's public sector of cable access. So most cities have one station that covers public education and government, but in Lawrence, they decided to be different and separate public education and government into three separate entities. So we focus on the public sector, which includes nonprofit organizations, community events, and any member of the public who just wishes to have a program. Um, anything that's education is run by the school department. Anything that's government station or government affiliated is run by City Hall as of right now. Mm-hmm. So we focus on what I just mentioned, and that's basically where it lies. So, you, so the schools are in charge of the educational programming, and that's yep. Dave Pekoski. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the city side, which pro- broadcasts like the city council meetings, stuff yep. like that. And that's run in City Hall by City Hall. Yep. And then there's you guys over on Essex Street, which focus on allowing the community, allowing anyone who lives in Lawrence to have their own show or to come on and talk about whatever they want. Yeah, Lawrence residences, organizations, anyone affiliated with a business or residential. Right, and you guys also go out into the community and cover events. Like you covered our annual bash this year. Thank you Mm -hmm. for that. But you also cover like... um, when they do flag raisings for, which always drives drives me crazy. By the way, I know the, our our two audience members love that because they go to every single flag raising in the city, <laughs> but it just drives me crazy. There's like four thousand countries, right? And there's and there's eight thousand other like flags that you could raise for other causes, the gay flag and the trans flag and the and all these other things. And and it just kind of seems like a waste of time if yeah because I went to them for years and years and years and mm. it never does anything. But you guys cover that. You guys go out and you go into the community and you show people what's going on in the city of Lawrence on mm. on your end. And so the 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 controversy from what I'm hearing, and again I'm 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 behind the eight ball on this. I don't have all the information, but from what I'm hearing is that the that the mayor's office, the mayor's administration wants to take you guys over. And you guys are autonomous. You guys are separate, right? Correct. And so this is so. Explain explain what exactly what's going on. Like how okay. did this happen? So, <clears throat> Tom Spitaleri. So I mean, everybody, by the way, thinks that we're friends. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I've known you twenty plus years. I know we hated each other for twenty plus years too. <laughs> no, we just had mutual disrespects over certain things. That, that's yes. true. That's true. Disrespect is a good word, right? And maybe I'll come on and do the national political thing with you. We would have fun, you and I, doing that one. Yeah, because he's a big left. He's a big lefty. <laughs> so back to this. You're, um, you're a Democrat cult member, right? You're a cult <laughs> member for the Democrat Party. Just saying. So back in, when Cable was leaving the city in all the cities and towns in New England. People got together and formed non-profit cables, HC Media and Havel, for example, Methuen Community TV. I know they've changed the names a few times, so I don't, mm. can't keep up with everybody. Yep. Jim Ross started Lawrence Community Access TV. So what it was is the city would get the contract, mm-hmm. then we were the, one of the three vendors in the city for the, for the public station of it. When you, say, when you say vendor... Vendor meaning... 
we can we run the station for the we're like the vendor for the city. Okay, so, so you you run it for the city, and you've got a contract with, with the, the city. city. To do they that. choose okay. a nonprofit with, to to basically take over the aspect of that's where the funding goes. We take over. We have the money to maintain the station. So if an organization is up for that, correct, they can do that. So what happens is the cable companies will not give money to government entities. Okay, so it has to be a nonprofit. So Jim started Lawrence Community Access TV. So the first, the last contract agreement we had with the city ended in 2017. Okay. All right. I took over. Jim Ross passed away. I believe it was late 18. 2021. 2021. Okay. 2021. Jim passed away. I was okay. already on the board, and I took over as president. So there's so there's a board. Yeah. So just explain that before you go find it. I hate to stop you, but I want the people at home to but understand. It's a nonprofit board of directors. Okay. I'm the board president. And is okay, so there's a board president. Is yep. there a CEO or is that it just the board and the board president? No, there's the board. There is then there's the staff below, which Christine is the head okay, of she's I the see. executive director. All right. So you're you're president of the board, you're on the board, and she is the executive the, the executive director, director yeah. and the employees work under her. Correct. Got it. And how many employees you got? One, two, three, four. Four and a couple uh there's you, Sarah. Uh, four. Okay, about four. You can four. do it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we have for employees to okay. do all this filming okay. that we've been doing for years. We have five. Five? And and who oh, pays yeah. the employees? Like, how do they get paid? That comes out of the account from the money that we receive from Verizon and Comcast. Okay, so Verizon and Comcast fund this. Correct. Through the city to you guys, but Correct. you guys are in charge. Correct. Yes. All right, I got it. And we get a portion of it. It's like one. So if you look at your cable bill at home, I believe, and it's different in every community, but I just heard Lawrence is like 28 something a month every cable payer plays, pays to go to this fund. Okay. And then the portion of, and now. It's a lot Com of money, $28 right. a month. And what Comcast ends up doing is they take an admission fee, for, an, an admin fee to pay us out of that money. I see. And so does in Verizon. Okay. So we get 1.1% of whatever the sales are. Okay. Quarterly. Gotcha. So we're getting four checks from Verizon and four checks from Comcast. Okay. That pays for our building that we own. Some of the stuff I'll be talking about, including staff. So you guys own the building. We own now, the building. Now, how did you come to own the building? Jim Ross purchased the building. From the, the nonprofit purchased the building? Right. Under okay, Jim, Jim Ross started the nonprofit, right. which was LCAT. He purchased the building under LCAT right. from uh, Mr. Sweeney, um, okay. former city councilor. Okay. Works for the state now. Yep, yep. So his law office was in that building, I guess, okay. for a while. So we oh, right. Yes, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we purchased Jim and that the board back then purchased the building. Okay. And then after that, we purchased all the equipment inside the building that we use. Okay. And some of the cameras you've seen outside mm -hmm. are relatively new, which we'll get to. So it's usually a 10 year agreement ended in 07. Okay. I mean, 17. The new contract with cable, after three years of one year contract signings between the city and cable, they put a 10-year contract together, September 1st, 2020, to August 31st, 2030. Okay. So now we're in the middle of a 10-year contract. With cable. With cable. Okay. The city has not re-upped the agreement. I see. And they kept, I met with Kendris. I tried to meet with. Well, meeting with Kendris is a waste of time. Well, for, at the anything. time, with the time he was mayor. Yeah. So you have to meet right. with the people who are in charge. Right, right. So I met with Kendris. Because that was the first mayor I had become chairman of the board. And then I tried to meet with Brian, 
to no success. Okay. Um, so we, between 2017, well, actually 2018, 2019 till today, actually about a year ago, we started upgrading the studio, figuring, well, we don't know what's going on with the contract. The picture wasn't great, as you probably remember. Mm-hmm. So we brought in a brand new system. I got it through when I was a, just a board member. And then after I became board president, we bought all brand new cameras because the cameras were outdated. Okay. Um, new tripods. And, of course, when you buy a camera at the level we're purchasing them at, you know, you go to a store and locally and you go pick up a digital camera, video camera, you're going to get the the battery, the case, the tri. You know, you could get the whole. Well, when you're dealing with TV, that doesn't work that way. Right. right. Everything is separate, including the battery charger. Jeez. So six new cameras. Six new tripods, because the old tripods still work, but with the new cameras, like everything else that's new, guess what doesn't adjust? Right, they don't fit. Right? They don't fit. Uh, 12 new batteries. And, of course, the SD cards had to be upgraded. So, you know, we had another 30, 25 to 30 SD cards. That's what you film off of. There's no more cassettes anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was all purchased. And we upgraded the stu- upgraded the inside of the studio, three new cameras and everything else. The fourth one we just haven't put up yet, but we have four. And then about then things started rolling backwards. They supposedly I was told in a meeting that they had already met with the former executive director, which I had no I was Who's born, they? Uh, the city. Okay, city the, the mayor's, the the mayor's, mayor's office. office, yeah. Met with the former director. Yeah. Isn't that Dahlia Diaz? No, 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 no. It was Daniel Rychak. Okay. Before. I don't, think I, I don't think I knew him. Yeah, probably not. So Daniel never told me he met with them and supposedly got nowhere with this meeting. I had no, and I was board president at the time. So You don't were, know how accurate that, that is. That is either. We I don't know how accurate anything is. I'm just trying to paint the picture here at right. this point. So when the new mayor came in, they, they met with, they, they refused to meet with you. And you're trying to meet with them over just trying to settle, like, what's the contract going to be? You're right. going to up it? What's the story? Correct. And then right before Christmas. Two days before. Two days before Christmas, we got a letter from attorney, I'm going to probably blast the name wrong, Hooten? Yes. The city yep. solicitor. Okay. Tim Hooten. Yep. Tim Hooten. Saying on March 31st, which was the night of your big shingding, we were done. Okay. About two days before your shingding or so, we met with City Hall. I think it was Wednesday, so three days. So who'd you meet with? Everybody was there but the mayor. Okay. The whole, let's see. I'll tell you who was in that meeting. It was uh, Nestor. Yep. It was the city IT guy. I always forget that Castillo, gentleman. I think. That gentleman's mm-hmm. name. He was in that meeting. Um, Thelma, Octavian. Octavian was in that meeting. Julio. I no. don't remember Julio being there. Those three were definitely there. Uh, Delia Diaz was in this meeting. See, I knew, I knew when we started this, and, I knew Delia Diaz's name was going to. And surface. Ginny Alexander was in that meeting, the former executive who who got let go just prior to me coming on the board. Okay, Ginny lives an hour and a half away, so why they brought her in? Gotcha. I have no idea. And then on, and they had obviously Tim, the city solicitor. Mm-hmm. He was there. On our side was Mike Gary, who's been there since day one who one city councilor called him a, uh, a thief at a public meeting. Really? Yeah. What city councilor called him a thief? I forgot. I got to go Which back and look at the video. The first meeting we had when he said, oh, you don't know where the money's going or something? When did the councilor said Which that? one was it? I forgot. Which was either- On the left or the right? Um, 
I'll have to go back look at it. Hair or no hair? <laughs> I don't really remember. The young one I feel or the like I'm hanging one. out at Salvatore's on the, the deck. The young one or the older one? I don't remember which one it was. It was either Rosario or... Um, Those were the two that were giving us problems that night. Oh, my gosh. I forget his name. The younger one with the kids. Rodriguez? Oh, Giovanni. Yes, thank you. It was one of those two the whole night were attacking El Cat, so I don't know which one, but it was one of them. So it was Mike, Gary, he, myself. Um, Christina was there, and our attorney was there. Okay. All right. Not Tony, but Jen Piercy, who who represents uh, Anthony DeFouche's office. They were, that was in the meeting. Okay. Now, when I read through this contract, the mayor signed the contract. The mayor was not at this meeting. But the mayor was there because he called Delia out of the office. Really? Because Octavian got a text message and said, the mayor needs to speak to you in his office right now. Okay. So then she stepped out the side door and came back about maybe five, ten minutes So later. what was the gist of this meeting? Why were you meeting? They wanted us to sign everything over. To them. To them. The okay. building which we own, the cameras which we own, and everything else. Okay. Obviously, we did not. Right. And we continued to film. They, they, they were going to take us off air. We're still on air as of today. Okay. We're still doing many shows. We've actually, according to Christina, tripled the amount of shows since. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. And Jim okay. was around. Okay. I mean, obviously, COVID, everybody lost. I mean, right. we can't really... You can't, that, you can't COVID, measure that, right? You can't measure COVID years. Right. No one can. But, I mean, we're now doing, like Christina can speak on something, but Samana Hispana, they've been there every every day, mm-hmm. pretty much filming. My favorite event all year. Love the it. feast, we've gone live with the Italian feast. We go live the whole weekend. You're going to go live this year? I understand yeah. uh, God's Back is going to be playing. Yes. Yeah, is that confirmed? Be yeah, it's confirmed. Ah. I think. Oh, good. We heard it from you, so yeah. Godsmack's been confirmed. Yeah. Actually, it may not be Godsmack, but definitely Sully. Sully's okay. I remember he made a comment last year, and I was like, "I'm waiting for some confirmation." Yeah, yeah I think he, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's been. I, I, I'm nobody tell anybody because I'm not <laughs> supposed to know that. But so, so I didn't hear nothing. Know. I didn't hear anything either. Okay. My ears are deaf. So, so give us, give us, uh, catch us up now. So you guys, you had this meeting. They wanted you to sign everything over. Basically, I, I would assume you guys told them to go pound sand. Yeah, right? very respectable. Right, I've been respectable. Uh, but right did they on. say why they want to take? Like, why well, would why would the city want to take over something that a nonprofit has actually spent their own money on? Right. Well, first, that's the big question. Why? Uh, we couldn't get much from them. They said they had complaints. Now, I've gone back and checked all the old computer stuff. Ginny's old emails and everything. Jim Ross is old. We can't find any complaints. Mm-hmm. We've they never s- had anyone, con- at least in the last two and some years I've been there, mm-hmm. no one has ever complained about what we put on the station. We've never received any sort of negative feedback. Right. And I'm not saying that there is no negative feedback, but the only person well, no, we're I'm hearing sure from- D- I'm sure Diaz complains every day because she's not well, in charge of it. Actually, right. we yes. need to correct, correct this. Only in Rumble has we seen. Right, right. Well, see, I, there you I go. said other than. <laughs> right, yeah. Other than people who like to comment on my personal life. Right, right. What did she say about your personal life? Ah, she said I faked my diploma. Oh, really? And then I got married when I first started dating my husband at the time, boyfriend. Yeah, I said a bunch of this stuff. So That's what she's about. I don't now, when you sign a contract with cable, okay, and people mm-hmm. don't like what the vendor, in, that, in this case, LCAT, is mm-hmm. doing, there is a system set up to get rid of said vendor. Mm-hmm. You have to go in front of a board. It's almost like going to court, but we're not in a courthouse. It's a board set up by cable. 
You go in front of them. So the city would bring their witnesses. We'd bring ours. And then Cable makes the final. Mm-hmm. And, of course, because they're an entity, if somebody doesn't like it, I imagine you could go all the way through the court system later on. But we have never been brought in front of this, quote, court. I'll call it a court, but I don't even know what to really call right. it. But that's how they decide whether a vendor has messed up and if they can fix the problem. Because the vendor can fix the problem. Comcast and Verizon, if you do contract, they'd rather the vendor fix the problem. than If the smoke bothers you, Christina, let me know. <clears throat> then to bring in a brand new vendor. Because okay. bringing in a brand new vendor, if you don't turn everything over, because the old vendor owns the rights to their stuff, their equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody has to buy new equipment. Now, what I have been told was... At a, lo- at a recent meeting, they voted to buy 121,000, and I'm not sure on the numbers, 120,000 or so worth of equipment and 400,000 for a studio. Okay. Originally supposed to be going in at 255 Essex Street. Okay. Now, supposedly, it's not going there. Okay. Now, that's all conju- conjuncture, except for the m- money from the council move. I forgot where that even, how much exactly it was, but I know it was for something and 120 something. Mm-hmm. So that's where that lies. And then they were supposed to go into 255 Essex Street, the school building. Okay. And supposedly now what I'm hearing through the grapevine. That's you mean Diadamo's building? Or does the city now own that? I don't know who owns that now, but it, it is too. It used to be owned by the Diadamos. Oh, okay. Where the school department offices? Yes. Yeah, that used to be owned by. I don't know if it still is. <laughs> it says it school department on the sign? Yeah. Okay, right next to the brick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you and I had the right one building there. But that's what was supposed to happen, and nothing's happened since. We're still getting the cable funds. Mm-hmm. We're still the vendor. We're still putting out shows. We're still going to the park, going here, going everywhere. So, but they never told you why they want no, to take over. They except, never said except like except that they had complaints. Right. And when our attorney asked for the complaints, because hey, if you had a complaint against somebody and it's a public ex, you know, public, mm-hmm. you turn them over the turn over the complaint, turn over the complaints, right. That yeah. was back in March, the Wednesday before your bash. Okay. We are now in, uh, what, June? 15th. 15th. We see, I haven't seen them yet. Yeah, it is the 15th. I just yeah. guessed it. I got it Well, right. there's also a clause if they don't um, renew that contract, isn't there? Correct. There's clauses in there if they don't renew with us. that they- If they don't renew within a certain time or don't inform us, I think they have how many days, how many weeks? 120 some more days. It was days like three months, us. four months. If they don't renew it, within that X amount of time after the contract ends, then we're automatically assumed to continue that contract until it gets renewed. Okay. So and since we haven't doing. had one since 2017. So they missed their chance. They, they can't now come in and say, okay, no, we're not renewing you and, because and, they've already missed their chance. In the opinion of what we've gotten from attorneys and other people, yes, because now they have, so it'll be 120 some odd days prior to August 31st, 2030. Okay. So, I mean, we've been working without a contract since 2017. Now, does that mean anything financially for you guys? No, it just, we, everything is. There's been no hiccups. No okay. hiccups from the cable money at all. Even even with the one-year deals that Mayor Rivera signed, there were no hiccups. Right. Um, there's been no hiccups with the money. Okay. All right. So, then, so where do you guys go from here? We're just going to continue to do what we're doing. I would like to sit down one-on-one with the mayor you know, obviously it would be respectable to ask Mr. Hooten, our attorney, to be there and try to hash something out. 
We I've, don't. I've got a lot of stuff going on up there, but I can ask. We don't need the entourage there. Right. And if there is complaints, we'd like to see a copy of the complaints. That, that's always been about. one of my biggest pet peeves. Somebody calls you up to like a mayor's office or a senator calls you for a meeting and you walk in thinking you're going to meet with him and there's five, 15 people in the room. But it's not even there. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, we didn't meet with him. Right. And when I look at the contract and it's signed, it's actually not signed by 15 people. Right. Right. It's signed by... The last contract was actually signed by uh, Dan. Is this the right? Yeah, this is the right one by Dan Rivera. Now, how did he treat you guys? He always treated us fine. He was good with Jim, and good. Uh, he, I never had problems with him. But we didn't. When I took over the board, Danny was on his way out. Out, yeah. and Kendris was coming in. Was coming in, so that's why I met with Kendris. So the only people that signed this contract is some guy from Cable. It's probably an attorney. The city attorney at the time was Cal, who's now a judge somewhere, I think. Mm-hmm. Or D- and then Dan Rivera. I don't see any assistance on the contract. Right. Because right. Right. they were there to assist with the transition. So if they go forward with this, what are your plans? You, you, you plan on filing a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And we can't really talk about that, obviously. Why not? You haven't filed anything yet. Not so yet. Nothing- we're not, we're not, I'm not going to go deep into that because I'm still holding out hope that Dan, that, um, Brian will sit down one-on-one. I'm hoping out of this conversation we have today that the mayor calls up the studio and wants, and I don't mind having the mayor's attorney there, and if he needs somebody else there, Mm -hmm. because I understand sometimes there's a language thing, Mm -hmm. which I totally respect, and I want my attorney, and that is it. I don't need the... Tennis you, you need a football field of people sitting <laughs> right. around. Especially since most of them don't like. We right. have them on the show. What's we that? have the meeting on the show. Right. You, you know what? That would be great. Why don't you invite the mayor to come on and have the meeting be public and broadcast it so everybody knows what's going on. That would be better. I'm all for that. Because I'm all, I've been, even though you and I have disagreed on things and the public does know this. I mean, they, they, you read they know paper. we hate each other. Right. But I still have you here because I think what you guys are doing over there. I, I said to Octavian, he asked me one day over lunch, what do you think about what's going, what, what, what cable access is doing? Do you know the people over there? Like, he was kind of picking my brain at the very beginning when they first came in. And I said, you know, Tom and I don't get along. Um, but I'll tell you what, whether we get along or not, I see the product that, the, that he's producing. And he's doing a good job. And so I didn't want him to think, like, I'm just saying that because you're my friend, right? And he was like, well, 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 what do you mean they're doing a good job? I said, well, look at the product. Look at what they're producing now and look at what they were producing five years ago. And just compare the two. Like, just go back. Some of those tapes are still around, right? Some of that stuff is still online. Just go look at the, the quality of the production that they're doing and look at what, all the upgrades that they've done. How can you take that away from them? And, you know, he, he, he seemed receptive. And then all of a sudden they went in the opposite direction. And it's I, just, it's not even about taking it away from us. It's taking it away from the community. We've made so many relationships. Like I said, I can only speak since I've been on, board. on staff, which oh, no, I'm not on the board. I said on, on board, meaning uh, working. With, yeah. Since June of I see I see Tom gets along with everyone the way he gets along with me. <laughs> no, we're good. But, um, but we've had, since I've been there, no complaints other than, you know, the newspaper. Um, about any of our programming, we've doubled, maybe tripled the amount since before COVID. We have more relationships than ever with a lot of organizations. And of course, Lawrence being such a, such a vibrant and a variety of events going on on a daily basis, it's, we have a staff of five right? and three of which are not eligible to go out on these shoots, whether they have some sort of disability or their position, they, they don't do that. So for 
three people or two people to go out and film every single event. It, it's not possible. Right. No matter the organization. And Long Beach is one of those communities. It's only seven square miles with 90,000 people crammed into it. But there's a festival every fucking day. In That's Lawrence. what I'm saying. There's a, there's a flag raising, a festival. There's something going on. There was a, there was a circus, I think, on the common. The Carnival. Week before, kind of before St. Pat, before Semana Spana. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was Semana Spana. And I'm like, oh, my God, did I, did I miss that Semana Spana is this week? And so I went, and it wasn't even Semana Spana. They were like, no, that's next week. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, you guys have like something every single day. In the city yeah. of Lawrence. Like- so, so it's difficult, but at the same time, we're still producing way more programming, um, and most of them are event coverages, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't like to go in studio because they have events for their organizations. They rent function halls, they do an outside, whichever, and we've boosted the amount of event coverage we've done dramatically. So for the city or anyone to really say that we're not doing a proper job, it's kind of, we'd like to know how, mm-hmm. why, when the numbers say otherwise. Great. I hired an outreach coordinator. That was Christina's first job over there. We got one now. But they don't always reach out to us. Right. Sometimes we get a press release at like 9, 10 in the morning and the event's at noontime. Right. Day. I right. mean, that's not really, you probably get the same press release at the same time I and do. you go, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, see, I don't get up till noon. So I wake up and then I look at all the things that I missed. That's what happens. I look at my email and it says, yeah, the man's going to be at a ribbon cutting at 10. And then at 11, he's going to be doing this. And at 12, he's doing this. I woke up at 1230. I missed all of them. <laughs> so, Right. So, I mean, we're covering most of that stuff. And- I've, got a, I've got a possible solution for you guys. Why don't we offer the mayor his own show on LCAT? I will moderate. I'll, I'll come in. I'll do an interview. It'll be all positive stuff about what's going on in the city of Lawrence, and that should solve everything. Well, we, we love getting him in. Just give, just give him his own show. We'll do it in English and in Spanish. I'll bring, like, uh, Wendy Luzon or somebody who can translate, and, and we'll have the mayor come in and do a show on LCAT, and he, he can get what he wants, and you guys get to keep running the show. I don't have a problem with the mayor doing the show over there. There's yeah. nothing illegal about it. There's nothing – I mean, the only time – Politicians can't do shows on public access is after they become a legalized candidate, candidate again. Right. So yeah. he'd have to stop the show once he pulls his papers. Mm-hmm. Whenever that, that, and that's two years away. Even, even, even though he's the mayor, though, correct? Because we have a mayor in Methuen who has yeah, his own show. cable show, and he did it straight through the election and talked about election stuff. Not supposed to. I think it's when I read the guidelines, you are allowed to, but you have to give the equal opportunity to all candidates. I see. But it's the matter of getting in contact with those candidates. We can reach out to them, they, and we have that. But mm-hmm. other than that, it's right. So the, no problem. Methuen does it that way. But other cable stations like HC Media, if you are an elected official running for office in the district or in the city, once you pull papers, you have you stop producing shows. And you also have to think we're not the government sector. Methuen has public education and government. I see. We're just public. I see. But I don't see any content on the government station, right. if you've looked at it. Right. All right. Well, thanks for coming. we got five minutes left. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, what, what's coming up on the agenda? What do you guys have coming up, like, in the next couple of weeks? What can people look forward to? We have a lot of events coming up. Um, we're doing the tail end of Semana Hispana, as they're doing um, the parade on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the Lawrence Partnership Annual Meeting coming up. We have a bunch of summer programs. We have National Night Out coming up. We have a bunch of stuff with the Point After Club and all these different organizations. So Fourth of July. Fourth of July, everything. The park does a wonderful job at the old-fashioned Fourth of July. You should um, come to that. Where is it going to be? Is it at the Heritage stadium? State Park. Oh, it's at Heritage again. That, yeah. The, the, the fireworks are July 3rd. We spent all that money on a stadium and we can't use it. I mean, we spent 
$7 million to renovate that stadium. I was chairman of that committee. And they're not having it at the stadium. The fireworks, they are. Oh, the fireworks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so oh, I, the Lawrence Heritage State Park every year does like an old-fashioned 4th of July. They read the declaration. They do all these things. And it's quite a beautiful thing to be at. Okay. Um, all then, the events they do are, are wonderful. And if, I, if, I, if I put everything that goes on in Lawrence on my calendar, I'd never do anything else. Like every day there's something else. And then, finally be knowing of what's going right, on. Right. <laughs> and then the city does their 4th of July fireworks mm-hmm. at the stadium. At the stadium, okay. Which is two separate events. That's July 3rd. And okay. then July 4th is the Heritage State Park oh, good, event. Good. And you guys also do things like Bread and Roses yeah. yep. and all that stuff. We film right? every stage. We do over five-hour-long projects. Are you going to cover the Simona Hispana Queens uh, when they when they do the, the Queen competitions for Simona Hispana? Um, are those Friday the ones that are inside? Well, I think they're oh, – yeah, the, I think they do like the voting inside. But then at Hispanic Week, like Friday and Saturday night, they have the Queens come out and they oh. do like something. I think, oh, that's the pageant, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So we tried to do that last year, but we couldn't get in touch with whoever was running the technical aspect of it. We wanted to make sure we brought the proper equipment. We weren't there kind of as a shock to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, we would love to film any events that they have. We've been to every cultural night thus far that they've had. So that would be awesome. So if you guys do go forward with a lawsuit, what is it that you'll be looking for? Would you be looking for them to renew the contract? Would you be looking for them to just get off your back? and like- Just to renew the contract and let's figure out what the problem is so we can move forward. Okay. This is about moving forward. Right. The last thing I want to do is the lawsuit. Right. That's why I didn't want to really talk And that's why it. I wanted to have you on. I don't want to see a lawsuit either. I want to see Brian succeed. And I'm not always going to agree with him. He's my friend and so is Octavian. Um, but I don't want to see a lawsuit either. It's bad for the city. It's bad for you guys. And it's certainly bad for the mayor's office. I mean, the, the more lawsuits he can avoid for his first four years in office, the better he's going to be in the next four years if he decides to run again. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted so to have you guys on. we can sit down with him and hammer out the deal and get this done, mm-hmm. and we're going to continue to do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want to have to keep looking over our back going, okay, when are they going to shut us off the air? Right, right. You know, we have a contingency plan for that, but that's – not going to be so if that were to happen, how, how long would it take you guys to be back up and running somewhere else on cable? Yeah, or cable. Well, you have to go through the whole FCC, right. um, yeah. it could be up to a year process, okay? But we've kind of come to terms with yes, cable is going to be getting phased out in the near future. Um, no telling of when that will be, but we've already taken action into promoting our video on demand, which is on our website. You can see all of our previous things and they're getting uploaded daily. Mm-hmm. Um, our previous footage, future footage, everything like that our program schedule. So as long, if we ever, if there ever is a time where we don't have cable for the meantime, we push everyone to go there. Our live streams on our website. It's the same exact stream. Okay. So it's all online. And I know people can go watch the bash from last right. March. Yeah. I, I, somebody asked me last night, Hey, I never saw the video. So I just went to your page. And yep. Sent them yeah. Everything's all there. They can share it wherever they like. And, the and if good- they want a copy, they contact. So how does somebody, if somebody wants to do a show on local cable access, how do they go about that? They contact you guys. They have to sign something. Do they have to pay anything? No. So as of right now, we don't have a membership fee. Um, we All you have to do is call us, email us, show up, whatever you prefer with your method of contact. Um, we discuss what kind of program you want to do, how we can help a lot of people who don't really understand how to do that. We'll help assist them with that. Other than that, it's a pretty straightforward process. It's pretty simple. We can get you on the air within a day. It's just as long as the studio's free and... You follow the guidelines and you're maybe good. Maybe I'll think about doing a show. Maybe I'll think about doing a show on Lawrence Cable Access. I'd have to have somebody from Lawrence sponsor it, right, to sign. Because like, does the request have to come from a citizen of Lawrence? So 
if to be a member, you either have to be a resident of Lawrence or affiliated with an organization or anything like that in the city. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, the Valley Patriot is a Lawrence paper. Well, I mean, we do, we, we, I mean, we do business in Lawrence, right? right? We distribute exactly. everywhere in Lawrence. So I would love to come on, maybe do a show. I, mean, I don't know if I could do once a week. I have had enough time getting here once a week. Once a month. Um, but maybe once a month or maybe every other week doing a show on just updating people on what's going on outside the city of Lawrence. Because my biggest frustration with Lawrence as, as an entity, especially the politics of Lawrence, is nobody pays attention to anything that's going on outside the city. And a lot of times they're trying to tackle a problem that Methuen just solved or North Andover just solved. But they don't even bother to look at their local, commun- local uh, surrounding communities to see, well, how did they solve this problem? They had this problem back then. So I'd love to maybe come in and do a show about what's going on outside the city just to kind of educate people about you know, the problems that you're dealing with in Lawrence. Yeah. That's so unique, and, and other people have probably even solved them, and here's how they did it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's a great show. Because that that still educates the public, right? Right, and that's what we're supposed to be doing, educating. And I'll have Brian on as my first guest. Yeah, right. If I what, what I want to do is I want to try and at least smooth things over with you guys because you guys do do great work, and and I and I really want the mayor to succeed. I want Lawrence to succeed. It's my, my I grew up in Lawrence. It was my hometown for forty years. Um, so I, I mean, I can try, but I'm still waiting for a friggin' police scanner. You know, two years after he started his administration. So you know, uh, some things I go up there and they listen right away, and other things it it, it it's a fight, right? It, it it's a battle because there's always somebody within the inner circle who's throwing uh, poop into the punch, to to borrow a phrase. Did I get that right? Okay. Um, anything else? Oh, time's up. So um, anything else you want to leave people? With no. as far as what Lawrence Cable Access is, does hey, we're your local community access TV, and we're here for you. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, they can call the studio at nine seven eight six eight six nine zero three zero, or they can email us at studio at lcat TV. All right, Christina Jascott, Tom Spitaleri, thank you for being here from Lawrence Cable Access Television. I'm really hoping that this is something that gets resolved, and I'm hoping that the mayor is going to be a little bit more. Uh, open to at least just sitting down with you guys. There's nothing wrong with sitting down. No. I mean, you sit down with somebody, it doesn't work out. Everybody walks away you where you started. So it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to sit down. Right. And, and I, will, I know Octavian's on vacation this week, but when he comes back, um, I'll, I'll try. I, I, I can try. That's all I can do. Yes. Like I said, I'm still waiting for a goddamn scanner. So um, somebody else tried to throw poop in that punch, but we took care of that. Um, thank you, uh, 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 my fine, fine producer, Chrissy. I appreciate... Uh, the fine work that you do here at the Paying Attention Podcast. I want to thank AFC Urgent Care, Pleasant Valley Landscaping, Stacks, Par 28 right here in Salem, Loaded in Haverhill, McLennan Real Estate, the Zany Pesci Law Office, Marsan and Sun Construction, EIS Investigation, Borelli's Deli, Tomo and Shaken Seafood, Clear Path for Veterans New England, and Mercurial Law Office. I need one more advertiser. Just one. I just want one, $200 a month, and we'll get $300 a month, and we'll get you in. Commit for a year, and I'll do it $200 a month. Sounds like Melvin Taylor says we got to go home. Thank you to our studio audience. Dude, we got a studio audience today. Thank you for being here. I expected a lot more applause, but can you do it? All right, very good. Sounds like Melvin Taylor says you got to go home, so go home already. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.